Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Not sure why I always laugh when I say that. I just think I say it so many times. You guys must be like, ah, shut up, Mark. <laughs> Let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story is from a throwaway account who says, Beyonce said her ex was the love of her life. And we do have updates to this post as well. My fiance, female 31, and I, male 33, got engaged in October last year and have been in a relationship for five years. Everything has been great and I can honestly say that I've never met anyone who comes close to her. She's absolutely been the love of my life. I've known her most of it. We grew up on the same street just around the corner from each other. Her mum and dad still stay in the same house and I stay in the same house I grew up in, which my mum left to me when she passed away in 2014. We still don't officially live together yet, but for all intents and purposes, she lives here. Her and her parents are close though and she still has her bedroom there and would occasionally spend the night there, but she's never away from here. So this morning, I decided to go take a walk to the shops to buy some things And as I was about halfway down, 15 minute walk, I realized I'd forgotten my face masks. Masks are mandatory here in shops since the 10th of July. So I had to walk back and get mine. When I walked in the door to grab the mask from the kitchen table, I heard her speaking to someone loudly on the phone in the living room. And she said, yeah, but David will always be the love of my life. David is her ex-boyfriend. I don't know a great deal about him, but I know they were in a relationship for two years and it ended a year before we started dating. He also dumped her. I grabbed my mask and walked back out. Just as I got to the shops, I felt weird and had to sit down as my mind was going in a thousand different directions. I eventually got back home and immediately told her I feel sick and sent her back round to her parents' house as I didn't want her about as I was ill. I'm now lying in my bed wondering what to do to be honest. I know she didn't do anything wrong. It's not like she cheated on me or intentionally went out of her way to hurt me. But what's heard can't be unheard. She said the person she's agreed to marry isn't a patch on an ex she's not been with for six years. The fact she said he will always be the love of her life also means that it's a void game. Her heart's already been taken and there's nothing I could ever do to change that. Also, what would happen if he did come back into her life? You can't turn down the love of your life when they came calling and I'd be dumped quicker than yesterday's leftovers. So, how do I navigate this? Tell her I was earwigging and heard her say that shit? Just end the relationship for a completely vague reason like, oh, it's not you, it's me, etc. Swallow my pride and pretend I didn't hear it. 
everything has been great, but there's no way on earth I want to be someone's second choice. Especially when her ex is the one on her mind that she obviously would be with if she could. I'm thinking about just saying it's not working between us. She's now texting me about coming round tonight and spoiling me because I'm the sicky. Fuck that. And the comments on this post were just talking about the updates that were on it as well. So we're going to carry on straight on with an update which says I was going to update sooner. I spent the last three and a half days in a drunken stupor. So my apologies, but I'll warn you, this is not a good update. So after posting and receiving some advice on Reddit on Thursday, I was thinking of telling her to come back around, but settled on Friday morning instead, as I wanted to get my head in a clearer state. She still thought I was ill, so I needed a bit of time to think through what I was going to say. She comes round on Friday morning at about 8am, and I think she could see right away that something was wrong, as I must have looked stony-faced and you could cut the atmosphere with a knife. Anyway, I said to her that I wasn't really sick and that yesterday, as I was going to the shops, I forgot my mask, had to come back to retrieve it, and when I got in to get it, I heard her talking in the other room, about David. Her face went completely pale and started welling up, so I instinctively stopped talking and just stared at her. She then runs into the toilet, locks the door, and starts hysterically crying, and alarm bells are going off all over the place in my head. Her reaction made me think she didn't know what I heard, so she must have said some other shit about him as well. I chapped on the door and told her if she has any aspirations of saving this relationship, she had better tell me everything right now. 30 minutes or so go by and she finally comes out dabbing her face with a tissue and tells me David got back in touch with her four or five months ago and she had been sleeping with him once or twice a week since. All I can think of is that snippet of conversation I heard her having was her friend or something helping her choose between David and me. I threw her out, grabbed handfuls of her stuff, put it in bin bags and threw her out the door into the front garden. She's still standing there by the way. I then grabbed my garden hose and drenched the shit out of her bags with it. I'm not proud of that. It was extremely petty and in hindsight, I should never have done that. She at this point has run round to her house and about a minute later, her dad comes rampaging round screaming. Her dad and I end up rolling around the now quagmire-ish front garden fighting. At about 9am in the morning, no less. Police vans and everything ended up turning up and half the street was out because of the rammy. Afterwards, I blocked her on everything and went to my friend's house, where the three of us spent the weekend and Monday, they took off work, I'm on furlough, drinking. When I got back in the house this morning, I noticed she'd been back in the house at some point, made the beds, done the washing and ironed. I have no idea why she did this. As I'm writing this, she's tried to get in again. I haven't been able to change the locks yet, so I put the door chains on the front and back door and from upstairs heard the door opening and the chains clanging as if she tried to get in. There's also a note that she's put through the door. I don't even want to read it right now. I'm too hurt, hungry and hungover to even think about what she has to say. Update 2 Sorry for the belated update, but I'm in a bad way right now. I'm half drunk as I write this, so bear with me. Since everything that has happened, things have taken a turn for the worse. As many of you mentioned I should do, I sent an email to her father explaining my side of the story and apologized for taking things public and embarrassing his daughter. But as I said previously, I acted instinctively. 
I didn't apologize for fighting him as I was reacting to him coming at me. He told me to fuck off and accused me of biting his ear for some reason. So that's what was stuck in my teeth. I'm joking, of course, if you don't laugh. About a week ago, I went outside to find my car keyed right down to the passenger side wing mirror, round to the boot. Last Sunday, I was walking down the street to meet a friend at the Arches, a place where we occasionally hang out and walk from an arched bridge. And as I was turning the corner, the local mouth, gossip, called me a disgrace. I said, how am I a disgrace? And she told me that I'm a disgrace for beating up my ex-fiancé. Let's be clear here. I've never laid a finger on her in my life. Either her, her father, or someone else is perpetuating this lie, and me throwing shit out and hosing it has given this authenticity. I haven't spoken to my ex, and she hasn't tried to contact me anymore. I think they're all on the same page now that I'm the bad guy. I've got the ball rolling in putting my house up for sale. I can't live here anymore. I wish I still had my mum to lean on. She would make things better. Sorry for the shit update. Update 3 First of all, I would like to thank everyone who has reached out. I've tried to reply to everyone. Hopefully this update will help. I'm still in my house, but I will be renting it out rather than selling it. I can't in good conscience give up something that was my mum's and has been in the family for generations. I've spoken to the father and I understand why the family circled the wagons, but to throw me under the bus so brutally was genuinely ridiculous. Collateral damage to me and my name is alright apparently only known them my entire life. All in all, I feel like I was in the midst of a shit shower that changed course. Still struggling, but feeling a lot better now. And now that I got an umbrella and a fucking roadmap. Also would like to note that I posted on social media given my side of the story. Whether that was right or not is up for debate, but it was after I had let those close to me discreetly spread at first, so I felt the time was right. The side is still singing off the same hymn sheet, but hoping neutrals will see things from my side. My close pals have been incredible throughout all this. That's why they are close pals, I guess. And update four. Well, it's been over a year. I've since moved out of my house and am now renting to an older couple, so I thought I would update you. I'm doing great and I've even got myself a girlfriend. Wish me luck. What did I learn? Shit hit the fan fast, but I stood strong for the first time in what seems like an age i'm looking forward to the future you only get one life right fuck spending it with someone who would treat me like trash and i'm real glad we got that final update there obviously op went for an absolute awful time before getting out of that situation but i'm glad that they was able to get out of it and move on get a girlfriend and i wish them all the best for the future I was super curious to what girlfriend had been saying to her family. Obviously, she said some real horrific stuff to them for the family to turn. Did she completely deny the cheating? Did she say, no, you know, he's just saying this stuff now to try and get out of what she was accusing him of? I know the details in the end don't really matter because Opie's out of that situation and rightly so. But what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on. To another story. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. 
Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. And our next story is titled, I stole my then best friend's wedding cake, day of the wedding. My 28 female best friend, 31 female, was supposed to have a wedding in mid-January. It was scheduled to be a very lavish wedding, the theme being blue because she did not want to have white on white with the snow. My best friend was being quite a bridezilla the days leading up to her wedding, and bridezilla is not quite the word for the day of. She was being a complete bitch, for lack of better words. My task, of course, was going to be something simple for someone who had done so much to help me. Her words, this task was very much not simple. The drive to the bakery was 45 minute trip each way and Bride suggested I drive slowly to avoid the cake being messed up. So I would have to take a separate route which would end up being around one hour, 15 minutes on the trip back with the cake. I got up bright and early at 6 a.m. and began the trip shortly thereafter. By the time I got back to the venue with the hotels everyone was staying in, it was about 9 a.m. So as I'm unloading the cake, Bride's mum starts to look uneasy. I thought it was because it was freezing outside, but she called over my best friend and she went absolutely berserk. Well, somehow, she failed to inform the cake decorator that she would like the cake to be a matching blue color as well. How does one forget to do this? She adamantly denied that she forgot to inform the decorator of the color, but this was only one of many other grievances from the bride that were her own fault she very much blew up at and did not acknowledge they were her fault. My best friend got all in my face and told me I needed to go back ASAP. I obliged. I made the trip back to the decorator and profusely apologized as I explained the situation. Apparently no big deal on a big wedding day for someone else and a slow day for cake decorator. I FaceTimed with my friend the whole time so she could see how everything was going. She seemed very pleased over the phone and said it was perfect. I paid for the touch-up on the cake out of pocket and left. I got back to the venue at around 12. My friend saw the cake being set up and immediately blew up once again. She accused me of swapping out the cake she had seen over the call for a different, shittier version. She did not let me even get one word in as she backed me into my car seat and made other people back the cake in the back. She told me to come back with the correct cake or I would be cut from the wedding. I took my chances and just drove home. I put my phone on silent and ate the cake with my boyfriend and our families. Nobody knows the real story of why I had a wedding cake randomly on a Sunday night for dinner, except for my boyfriend. I do not feel guilty. I will update this later in the day when I get home from work. I posted this on a whim last night before bed. Thank you for everyone telling me I'm not crazy. We'll be back with the aftermath story. And we do have the update as well in a moment. And I really want to go to the update right now because I want to know what's going to happen next. (laughs) You sat at home eating wedding cake and she's wondering where the hell is the cake gone? But this is meant to be your best friend. And 
she's not acting like a friend at all this isn't someone that i would want to spend time with at all she sounds absolutely awful she literally got all in your face and demanded that you go back for that replacement. i think that would have been it there and then for me why would you want to be a part of that wedding she sounds absolutely awful and again with this one the comments on this particular post they're replying to the update because it was all in the same post so i guess we're heading straight over to the update which starts off with update time the ride home was good she didn't realize i was there until much later boyfriend and i like to call it the heist drive lol <laughs> about an hour and a half after i get home and tell boyfriend the story she starts texting and calling voicemails on voicemails of her threatening to call cops send her family down to my house which i wasn't even staying at my house that week so she wouldn't even know my address i ignored all of the course because i thought it was humorous boyfriend and i giggled every time she called and left a new voicemail total count was 56 though halfway through she resorted to telling me my dress was still there and that i'd missed the ceremony yeah you mean the dress that was two sizes too small for me and yet still insisted i could power through a ceremony with oh shit i didn't last through the morning also her pictures were royally messed up thanks to me she had an ombre theme going with the bridesmaid in their pictures lightest dresses on the outside and darkest on the inside i was the maid of honor so my dress was to be extravagant and match well with the brides she told me that it would completely tie the pictures together beforehand which i didn't really pay much attention to seeing the photos afterwards she was right they looked completely screwed up and off center it definitely pissed her off because she had that look i knew so well from my years of friendship in her pictures she really had been a good friend up until a few months before the wedding so i cut her some slack for acting irrationally because i also tend to act from an emotional place however i'm just learning to stand up for myself and not take shit from people so cutting her off was really easy when given such a good situation to do so to those asking yes she did have to get a store-bought cake it was a sheet cake that i can only assume came from kroger or something because i saw one very similar the weeks after i had a really great time eating the cake with both of our families a bonding experience that is certainly one of my dearest memories something else ironic that i'd like to tell you guys is that the whole reason i posted this is because boyfriend fiance proposed last night completely reminding me of the situation and i'd like you to all know i'll be much more considerate when my big day comes around i guess i should be calling boyfriend through this fiance but it is still weird he thanks you all very much for the kind comments and wants to also let you know that he thought she was a bitch the whole time guess he really does know best if i've missed anything or you have any questions i will be responding in the comments Thank you all for the validation in my wrongdoing. I gotta say it because I had a little chuckle towards the end there when she said about, you know, she bought a store-bought cake. All I could think of was calling the caterpillar, which I know it won't be, but my mind runs off in weird and wonderful places. You know that. That cake is like a, a pretty famous birthday cake in the UK that you can get from various stores. They all have their own versions now and stuff like that, but <laughs> it would have been great to see that there. I'm very surprised you didn't try anything even if it's possible legal with the cake because you took the cake i know you paid portion of it because you had to have it redone and you paid that out your own pocket but she sounds like the type of person to chase you up on that kind of stuff i'm glad she didn't though and you got to enjoy a wonderful cake that must have been a great evening i'm so hungry for cake now <laughs> 
And we're gonna finish this video with one more little wholesome story from Age of Women, who says, a few years ago, I was experiencing deep depression. My life was a mess, my apartment was a mess, I was a mess. For a moment, I decided to just go to the park and sit for a while, as I was really at the end of my rope and had zero idea on what to do. Out of nowhere, a kid, possibly about three or four years, comes and hands me three yellow dandelions and runs back to her mum. I don't know why, but I always remember that. That day, I went home and cleaned my apartment and made it more tidy. I wouldn't say that my life miraculously changed, but I will say that, at one moment of kindness, that neither the kid nor the mum probably remember, was one of the most memorable moments in my life. Oh, dearie me. Opie goes on with a comment below that one, which says, because someone asked, I wonder if that kid does remember, and Opie said, when I look at it now from their perspective, I believe it was extremely insignificant. It was like that random nice thing that you do for someone without even thinking about it and moving on. I remember I had my head down, feeling hopeless. I felt a light tug on my arm and noticed three yellow dandelions being held by a tiny outstretched arm and a smiling face. I took them, thanked her, and she ran to her mother's hand as they walked away like nothing important happened. But it did. There were so many other people at that park, but somehow the kid gave them to me. Because of that, I always make a point of showing kindness to people whenever I can. You never know what it means to someone. And I feel like I say it every single time when we cover these wholesome stories. And it is just that small act of kindness that can change somebody's life for the better. It's not always the case, but like in this particular one, three dandelions from just a little person going about their life, being the happy little soul that they are. Passed on them three dandelions and changed Opie's life and created a memory for them forever by the sounds of it. And I think that's absolutely wonderful. But what do you guys make of today's collection of stories? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. As always, I would love to hear them if you have a moment of your time. And just thank you. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs. Eat some breakfast, milk and eggs. Brush my teeth up, wash my face. Throw my clothes on, start my Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows Okay, I know that's a damn Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free Hello Fresh Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi Now that's music to my mouth Hello Fresh Let's get this dinner party started Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com